getting your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. All things automotive with the petrol head, Niku Smith. The South African Constitution was adopted today on the 8th of May in 1996. There's a thought to just take uh, into your day as you spend your day thinking about how you engage with other people as well. And we're going to be talking about conflict on social media when we chat to Andre Flock after 9 o'clock. It promises to be a fascinating conversation. He just sent me a quote called uh, by someone called Arthur Brooks who says social media platforms are contempt machines. And that's what I want to ask you is how do you use social media? Do you use it as a space of cancel culture? Do you use it as a space of contempt? Or do you use it as a way to learn more and to discover how similar we are in so many different ways? Nevertheless, it's time for us to move into our motoring and our petrol head space. He's on the couch. He's got a cup of coffee. <laughs> you, you should add, he's sitting in front of the heater. <laughs> good is, morning. Good morning. Is it not just the weirdest? It's Well, not weird at all. I suppose we're just going into winter, let's be frank. Hey? Ex, ex, yeah, I'm actually Nico, not Frank, but yes. Um, <laughs> 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 so it is definitely going into winter and you can feel it in the morning. So it's quite, yeah, it's um, you it know, you are chilly. Nico, you are cheesier than a slice of Emmental cheese. I swear. Really? I, <laughs> no, that's bad. Because I was going to say earlier, no, let me not make it, uh, another silly joke. Let's continue. Okay, but you've got coffee, hey? So you're, you're... Yeah, I, I just actually finished the coffee. Um, um, so I've already, the coffee's already done. Oh, um, it goes yummer. It goes yummer. Yeah, no worries. It was really good. Okay, Nico, are you going to talk about uh, the Audi SQ8, are you not? Yes, exactly. Um, let's start with the looks. Have you got, but, um, but first, um, we we're gonna we, we mm-hmm. want to just talk about the fact. I mean, you work for Audi. No, I don't work for Audi. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I do some I do contract work for Audi. Okay. So some, sometimes Audi would um, I would do contract. Yes, so I would do contract work for Audi. So so, so you're declaring your interest there. Yes. So let nobody say. Listen, um, um, I am biased. I don't think anybody. Are you biased? I'm biased? I don't know. I think the listeners should tell us. <laughs> I think you should, as a listener, tell us that you are biased. So don't, is, um, uh, or tell me if I'm biased. So okay, t- let's find out. Is Nico biased about the Audi SQ8? Does he have. Or, or any other manufacturer for that sake? So oh. do you think I'm biased? And do you think I. Because that's interesting. Do, do I lean towards certain manufacturers or am I biased? I think, you lean, I think you be lean frank. towards the. I think you lean towards the German cars. You have a passion for the German cars. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, but okay. That's so, just, so let, but that's let, just but a let every, everybody else also tell. Please, please send us a message <laughs> so that I so that I know if I am biased or not. All right, Audi SQ8. You're obviously okay. driving it, loving it. No, no, no. I was already, I already drove it. So I, um, I, I, I made sure that my timing was quite good. So when I got the test vehicle, I uh, we actually went away to. Remember when we went to Wackerstrom? Yeah. So I made sure my timing was pretty good. So we went to Wackerstrom with that SQ8. It almost looks like, um, and, and I've not seen it in the, in the metal, so mm-hmm. I'm looking at pictures. Maybe I have seen it in the metal and I haven't realized it. Mm-hmm. But it looks like, like a stretched out version of the A3. I, get, I mean, it's, it's, I guess you could say in the form it's an SUV, but it, it's really striking, especially the car um, I drove, which was, it had a, a, a very striking blue color, uh, yeah. Navarra blue. So the car really, um, and, and the, the Audi grill, uh, like a silver detail around it. So the car really st- stood out. Again, 
you know, every time I parked, I had lots of compliments on the car. So it was, it's really, if you have the right color, very, very striking car. Also, the, the test car had 22-inch tires, which wow. looked really good. But I, I would be a little bit worried on, on the potholed road. So when we drove there, I was a bit concerned about, you know, what type of potholes might I get on the way to Vakastruim. Luckily, they were only from, from Volkswagen to Vakastruim. Um, that's one thing I'd probably take is I'd rather go to 21-inch tires, which are the standard wheels. Because especially in, in, in if you're going to drive off-roading or take on um, longer trips, then unfortunately our roads aren't always great. And low-profile tires can get damaged easier because it's easier to pinch them. And, of course, they, they are more expensive to replace. What, do you, mean, pi- what do you mean pinch them? Sorry. So pinch between oh, what I- happens is. As, in the steel. Rib, as you go through the bottle, as you go through the bottle, yeah. um, because there's less rubber on the side, you, it's going to be easier to to between the mag and the uh, and the road. You actually then um, damage the tire, so it can okay. damage a lower profile tire. More likely to get damaged. Um, although if the bottle serious enough, the tire doesn't really matter, I guess. Um, but yeah, you, you, I would say you just if you're going for a higher, uh, a bigger mag. You need to be a little bit more careful, of course, on the on the type of roads that you mm. that you tackle. So but this is definitely like, a road vehicle. No, it, it, I mean it. Not at all. I mean it, it has air suspension um, and and off road mode, so you definitely can go off roading with it. It's but this is probably not the type of car that people will take on off road trials with. Mm. So, but you can lift it. So if you you know at one stage you, we, we went to it, there was a, a there's a very nice dam very close by, and we drove on a gravel road, and it's really no issue. But again, you know, with that type of tire, and I think the type of customers that drive these cars, they don't consider them and they go serious off-roading, although the car is extremely capable. The interior looks really, really elegant, I have to say. Yeah, it's a nice place to be, Michelle. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, I had, and again, we packed the car. There were five of us um, with luggage inside the car. So um, all the passengers were well, were, were, were quite happy. So it's really nice with, um, and everything is digital. So digital uh, driver's display, a digital uh, navigation screen and then another digital screen for climate control. So um, a very elegant place to be in. Um, yeah. And um, <laughs> I definitely have to say, very comfortable with the seats. And then yeah. it had some nice options as well. But, so comfortably um, sat five people. Exactly. You have heated seats. You have um, ventilated seats. This car had massage seats. So Jeez. people were sort of saying, okay, we need to rotate. We sit in front so you could get a massage. Yeah. Why are they not giving me this car to just drive and, like, be massaged know. as I drive maybe you're to work? More, and maybe they think you're biased. <laughs> I'm, so very, I'm very biased. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next time, what you should do is you should come visit me and then we go for a drive. Yeah, especially only if there's, like, a massaging seat. That's okay, so, so you, okay, your standards are quite high. Massaging seat is, is, is what you need to go uh, away with uh, if, you, if you're picking a car. Um, well, Michelle, the thing is actually what really, 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 really stands out of this car is the engine. Mm. <clears throat> now, th- remember last week we spoke about that Jag with that 423 kilowatt. Yeah, and I, d- I just want to jump in and note that when you spoke about the Jag, you also got a lot of compliments on that car as well. So exactly. I might want um, seats that are heated and that are massaging, but it appears that uh, one of your values and your value system is that you need compliments on oh, the car. Oh, no, actually not. Actually, I, I, I'd rather have something that personally under the radar, if, if it was my car, uh, oh. it was un- I'd rather have something under the radar. Um, but the thing is, these cars, because of their design, the way they look, um, they uh, both the cars last week and this week 
um, or cars that make a statement. So if you if you want to make a statement, I mean, just design-wise, a car really is beautiful. So it's going to happen that wherever you're stopping, people are making comments about it. Um, but my personal value, I can tell you for sure, is rather under the radar than um, um, make a statement. But okay. you know, getting getting back to what really makes this car special is the engine. So it has a four-liter V8 diesel engine. You won't know it's a diesel if you're standing outside and you might hear it idling. But um, it's actually really quiet inside. And then 310 kilowatts, but really what stands out is 910 meters of torque, of torque, nor 204.8 seconds. So this car, this SUV, is almost as fast as the Jag I drove last week. And what's so, the price comparative? Well, well, hang on, we'll get to the price. Let's leave everything and we normally end up. So I'll end <laughs> off with the price. <laughs> so um, just the engine is really, for a diesel, very creamy, if that's a word. It's really smooth and acceleration is just, you know, with the petrol engine is normally to rev it and you hear the sound of the car makes and it, and it feels sporty. This is just a, like an invisible surge. Surge. Does that sound right? That just pushes you along. So that acceleration is just continuously accelerating um, and, and really overtaking is, is, is almost instantaneous. So, um, the, it, it, it's, again, from my, from my, um, from the passengers in the car, they were saying, like, this is like a, almost like a Pilates session. You can feel their core <laughs> muscles working every time you accelerate. G-force, so really, did you feel every time you accelerated that the G-force was taking place? Yeah, that's it. I mean, with 900 newton meters of torque, um, every time you put your foot down, it's like the surge. It's, just, it's like an invisible hand pushing you back. So yeah, the that's the G-force. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I just sure. wanted to put it in other words. Like so, a Pilates um, class. It's, it's like, well, as, I, as, as I said, basically, this is like uh, practicing our, or, or working our core muscles in a Pilates class. So, <laughs> so really, I mean, the, the engine is really, really special. It's also interesting because it has two turbos and then has an electric turbo. Yeah. So um, what, what that means is you actually have electric. Normally, a turbo is driven by exhaust gas. So yes. exhaust yeah. gases from the engine turn the turbo. This actually has a... Uh, uh, uses electricity, a 48-volt system, to turn the turbo. So as the car starts, the, the turbo is uh, with an electric turbo is there. And then uh, in certain times, only one of the turbos works. Or when you're accelerating fully, both turbos work. And that overlap between the, the two turbos is when that electric turbo would work again. So what you really, as I said, the, the engine is just a, a beauty. It's one of the nicest engines in a car I've ever driven. Um, definitely one of the nicest deals. So, Okay. This is a car that you would say, all right, the tires may be a bit thin, so maybe not be careful if you're going to go on the dust roads. Interior is very elegant and comfortable, uh, but the engine is what rates it as much as uh, any of the other high-end cars that you've interviewed. Exactly. I mean, or, if, or if driven. you look or driven <laughs> or tested, exactly. If you're looking at this price class, I mean, you are now really spoiled for, for choice. There yeah. are so many because. This is a luxurious um, SUV. So you've got BMW uh, X6 to look at. Um, you've got uh, GLE Coupe to look at. You've got Range Rover um, Sport uh, to look at. So um, you've got, um, if you're wanting more the off-road side, um, you can go to things like uh, Land Cruiser 200. It depends on, on what you want. Of course, you can also look at cars like a Porsche Cayenne. So you are still for choice um, when you get to this um, price. Uh, so definitely, the, the, let's what talk really, about the price, pal. Okay, you want the price? So, Michelle, for you, um, the starting price is one point eight million, one point eight four eight million. This yeah. car, like the Jaguar, was it was fitted with some some nice extras like night vision, um, 
It had adaptive cruise control, as I said, seat heaters for the front and the rear and, and ventilation and uh, massage seats. So the total price for this car was 2.1 million rands. So um, the, if you're wanting, uh, unfortunately, years and years, um, years, the only difficult, the only downside of this car is that this engine is not available in South Africa with only in limited numbers anymore. So you might actually battle to find it. I know that Audi are looking at other options for this car. And the diesel is not, um, uh, you know, the diesel only, this diesel only came in in limited numbers. Um, but if you wanted a V8 diesel, um, there's not many in, in this price range. Most of the competitors actually have 3-liter diesels. BMW has uh, uh, the, the 50D, which is a beautiful diesel engine. That's only a 3-liter, although power and performance is really good on that. So um, I think if you're wanting a diesel, then definitely um, this, this engine is, is quite amazing. So I have to tell you, Nico, I'm going to just break your, your, your reverie of the car mm-hmm. for a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, we're on the sixth floor at the SABC, and mm-hmm. it's literally gone from sunny mm-hmm. to gray, cloudy, misty, and lightning all really? at once. Yeah, literally in the last three minutes. So if I sound That's a little really- distracted, it's, it's because forget about um, one to naught uh, to 100 in four seconds. It's uh-huh. literally gone from naught to thunder, lightning, very, very frightening in two minutes. <laughs> Galileo. <laughs> Galileo. Galileo, Galileo. It's very, very strange. <laughs> well, and I'm not too far away in Pretoria, and the sun is all over. There's no cloud. There's, uh, it's clear. So, But I guess whatever you have is coming this way. But I actually quite like that when, when the weather changes like that. In an instant. Although it's quite weird, I actually I like it quite a lot when the weather changes. So we'll go back to your car. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you rate it? How do you rate it? Okay, I, I mean, uh, uh, so just split, wa- let's split up the, the the pros and the cons as far as you're concerned. Okay, so pros, of course, is, is, is good looks, um, a, a really stunning car with 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 a creamy diesel engine and well appointed. Um, as I said, one thing I would do, I'd rather stick to the 21 inch wheels because of the the condition of our roads. And of course, then 1.8 million rands, or in this case, two, you know, you um, the, the goes up to 2.1 million rand. It is out of the, the price range of most of us. Um, mm. So, and, and of course, that, that unfortunately is the reality in South Africa. The cars are quite expensive compared to our salary. We also, um, so in other words, this, this car is definitely out of my reach. Um, but um, if you're looking for, a, for an SUV that makes a statement um, and that has a, a creamy engine, this car stands out. So I give it a very good 8 out of 10. You give it an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what did you give the Jaguar last week again? I think it was similar. I, I would let, let me change my rating to an eight and a half for this car, but the Jaguar was also an eight. But they're different cars. The Jaguar yeah. was a sports car, um, a two-door sports car. Um, this is a uh, effectively an SUV that can carry five people um, and um, luggage with a lot of space. So eight and a half. That's uh, the new Audi, the SQ8. Uh, Nico, our petrol head, giving us all the inside skinny. If you've got any questions for Nico, you're welcome to start sending them through. You've got a couple of minutes to chat to him about that as well. And uh, you're welcome to send them through either as a WhatsApp uh, on 0614104107 or you can send them through as an SMS on 41391, 41391, and uh, ask the questions about those cars as well. Nico. So I'm interested to know, am I biased? What, 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 has been, what, has been, what has been coming in? Okay. No one seems to think that you're biased. 
Um, okay, I, I, fe- I feel strongly that you have a bias towards the northern countries. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Yeah. Although I know, I think it was the Mazda that you were once that you once rated very highly. Was it the Mazda? No, but <laughs> you make it sound so terrible. I once rated the Mazda quite highly, and otherwise, all Japanese and Korean cars are bad. No, not at all. No, you love you love Toyotas. I know that. Um, well, you're surprised. Uh, there's actually quite a few brands that I like because I think, but I'm, I'm, I'm I think naturally you're always going to lean towards a brand. Yes. Um, uh, that just that's going to happen whether it's you grew up with a certain brand, your parents drove the brand, maybe that was your first car. So I, I always think that it's going to be a case or you're leaning towards a brand. I mean, you eventually have to choose a car for yourself. You're yes. going to lean towards a brand. So I do think that that naturally happens. But I. I, 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 and you know that I honestly try and always look at each car in its segment, what it compares, and, and say, okay, fairly, what, how does it rate against other cars? Um, but I also do think other manufacturers each have their benefits, um, and, and each manufacturer has its, has its strengths. And I, um, you, you've got to, at the end of the day, weigh all these things up and make your decision. Um, and as you said, Mazda, for instance, I'm next, next week we'll talk about the Mazda 630, oh. which is a car that I am enjoying. I cannot tell you how much I'm enjoying the CX-30. What a, what a lovely car. So, I, I, as I said, I think um, you have to take each mm. manufacturer on its merits and, 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 and the benefits. And, of course, there's always a price benefit to some manufacturers where the price is actually an important reason you, your budget only allows you so much. So that's also going to, say, make a choice. But I get lots of people that ask me what about this or this or this, and I think um, you've got to weigh them up and, and yeah. drive them yourself. Okay. So... Someone's saying shout out for Subaru. Okay. And then, yeah, Subaru um, or Subaru, yes. And then Colin says that um, the author, Tolkien, once said the internal combustion engine was the most destructive thing man ever invented. And Colin wants oh. to know why do we need these high-performance cars in a warming atmosphere? I mean, I have to say, Colin, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. Nico, what would your response be to that? Well, um, I'm, I think saying internal combustion engines has been the most destructive thing is, is a bit harsh because... I think cows eating, may be the most destructive yeah, well, thing. Well, eating beef is an issue. Um, but the fact is, uh, I'm in, 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 in Gauteng. How does the food get here, um, for example? It, uh, it has to get here in a certain way. If you do look at ships, how do cars or anything else get around the world? Um, those are using engines. So you yeah. can't, if we just stop suddenly, trust me, if we suddenly take away all, all, all internal combustion engines, the world would be quite a sticky place. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's the most destructive. When it comes to performance cars, um, as you always call me, I, mean, you, I never called myself a petrol head. You've always called me a petrol head. <laughs> a petrol head is somebody... Are you I fighting get, us now? <laughs> not at all, but I think per definition, I'm somebody that likes cars that, that, that um, also there's a performance side to cars. Yes. And I like that side as well because, you know, per definition, um, a petrol is somebody that likes performance cars. Yes. For myself, I wouldn't buy a performance car. Wouldn't for myself, you? No, I, 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 there's no reason for me to drive fast on the road. I, I need a car that I, I, and I'd rather have something that's slower so I drive slower. On the racetrack, I love performance cars. I mean, they, the, the most enjoyable thing for me to, uh, or one of the most enjoyable things is to go fast around a racetrack in a performance car. And, and I like what performance car do, mm. does. And growing up, there were always, I remember um, when I was in primary school, um, very young, but seeing the Ferrari Testarossa and just thinking this is the most beautiful car <sighs> in, in the, the world. world. Yeah. Or a Lamborghini Contage when I was smaller. Um, 
Um, so the fact is that if you if you like cars, you're always going to like performance cars. I see what they do when I when my when I'm when I've got um, a performance car and my neighbours are looking at the car. Where I come and show them, and they, we have a chat around it. You know, a lot of people like them, even if you can't buy them. A, a big part of cars is dreaming or aspiring or seeing what manufacturers do, whether it's the technology or the performance. And you can always argue performance cars. You know, they're fast. Where can you use Nord 200 in 4.8 seconds? But you're not going to accelerate from traffic light to traffic light all the time. But if you're overtaking, it's quite enjoyable. If you're feeling that acceleration, it really is fun. But it's not the way you drive every day. You're not racing around corners like a madman. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah. But so as a petrol head, yes, I love okay, so, um, performance cars. So talking of performance cars, and I, I wouldn't be able to answer this because I can't remember, but what was the model of the Jaguar we discussed last week? It was week? an F-type. Say that again? F-type, F for Foxtrot. F for Foxtrot, so we spoke about the F-type Jag, that someone asks that. And that was the R, in other words, that was the V8. Okay, big engine. Quick question as well, Mm -hmm. if um, the plug on my tyre, the little little, um, cap on the air… Valve cap, valve cap. Yeah, the valve cap is lost, does that mean that the tyre's air will… Escape. No, no. All that happens is look in there. There's a little, a little thingy that sticks out, and if you if you push it with a take a little stun, just push it. You'll get a little bit of air coming out. Mm. So it just protects that so that it doesn't get dirty and mm. dust doesn't get in there. But it's not going to lose pressure. But those little valve caps are like thirty bucks for four. For four. They're really cheap. And you but go you don't to, have to worry. Depend, where do you go to? That the... oh, you go to Midas or you, some, some filling stations might even have them. Okay. Or any parts place or builders, you could find that those very easily. They're, okay. they're cheap. Um, just buy a little plastic one. It's just there to protect. You're not going to lose air. Don't worry. Okay, fantastic. But as you say, you don't want to get the dust in there as well. The dust and stones and, and, and dirt and maybe it's um, you're driving through a bit of mud and you know that's the only reason why they're there to protect um, the, little valve, the little valve inside. Okay, fantastic. Nico, what's the car you said you were going to talk about next week? The Mazda CX-30. Have you been testing it? Yeah, I'm driving it now. And uh, give us a give us a clue. No, 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 no. That happens next week. Tune <laughs> in next week. <laughs> nice try, Michelle. Nice. Try. Oh, the man who talks about a creamy engine and the compliments on the car, Nico, our petrol head. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. A creamy engine. It just sounds so fabulous. And uh, the compliments on the car is what uh, he notes as well. It's nine o'clock. It's time for the news. Good morning.